Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Fame is a funny thing in that sometimes it comes about when you're least expecting it. When this all started, could you have envisioned all of this? Oh, no. <laughs> no. Not with that one YouTube video. Just yeah. I was like, oh, this is cool because I always have this line for myself that I was created to create. Ryan Redute is a Michigan content creator whose videos have been viewed millions of times. How did he do it? It all starts with the Michigan accent. This is the Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. Across the last couple of years, if you've scrolled TikTok, Instagram, or even YouTube, you've likely seen at least one of Ryan Redute's videos, though you've probably seen many more. He goes by that Michigan guy on TikTok, and his content is exactly what you think it would be, Michigan-centric. On today's Sunday Conversation, Ryan joins me in studio to talk about Michigan love, his rise to fame, and the message he has for the next generation of content creators. Ryan, you've lived elsewhere. Did it take you till then to notice that we sound differently, or did you already know? I would say that it's a really big journey. The thing that started it all was I was in Puerto Rico, and we were in this rainforest in this tower in the middle of nowhere, and this woman was like, oh my gosh, are you guys from Michigan? And we're like, what? Like, how did you how did you clock us like that? <laughs> and she was like, oh, I noticed it in your accent. And I was like, accent? Like, what do you mean by that? And honestly, I'd even gone to other places, even like Denver. I remember someone came up to me, and this was around like the same time, around the same time I was doing these travels. And this person was like, are you British? And I was like, what? What? That came out of nowhere. Like, I didn't realize, you know, that I spoke so differently that people would feel like they need to call it out. And that's when I started thinking more. And then that woman said that. And I said, oh, let me research this a little bit. And there was this one article about it. I read all about it. And I was like, yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. And then I ended up making a video on it. I started doing that on YouTube before I even did it on TikTok. And to this day, that's still like my most viewed YouTube video because people are always searching it. They're Googling it. They're curious about it. That's kind of the thing with your content. A lot of it, not just the accent stuff, but you struck a nerve or a chord yeah. that people identify. What is it you think about that accent again that people are so curious about because yeah. it, it's a thing my son's mother's from New York and it's like a novelty right <laughs> well it's really funny that you said New York specifically because that New York Detroit Chicago there's kind of this northern states accent or something along those lines people from New York kind of ventured over to Michigan and that's why the Michigan accent has a little bit of like a New Yorker twang to it and the word I've been telling people that specifically calls it out is the word caught like we're not like oh I caught the fish. We're like, yeah, I caught it. 
It almost sounds like you're saying the word cot. Like the thing you sleep on. Yeah, but we say cot as cot. But then if you're saying cot just on the fly, if you're casually talking to somebody, you're usually like, yeah, I caught it. You don't say the A as aggressively. You're really almost saying the word cot. <laughs> I was talking to some people in the newsroom. And there are so many of these, right? Like one of my coworkers, Brian, it was, did you eat? But it was one word. Did you eat? Yeah. <laughs> it, it was just like, did you eat? That was one of my most popular TikTok videos because people were like, oh my gosh, do I leave out the spaces in words all the time? Secretary of State? Secretary of State, did you eat? I just did a video on TikTok where I went over about four different ones that I say I use all the time. And even in the video, when you're watching it as a Michigan, you're like, oh my gosh, we talk so fast. There's no spaces to be had. Did you wanna? We're really big on the digits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the speed part is interesting. I lived in the South for a while, and oh, people looked at me like I was like, <laughs> who are up. you? I know I talk fast to begin with, but yeah. like, you're right though. There's such a, a speed with which we talk, and I think what's interesting about what you do is we can't hear ourselves. Right. But when we watch you, we can. True. And oh my gosh, I didn't think about that. And I think that's why people <laughs> gravitate towards your videos. I think everybody likes, like the reason why all of my content, the reason why I make it is because I wanted to highlight the parts of Michigan that I love and to kind of like give it a rebrand. After college, I actually lived out in Chicago and I heard all these things about Detroit. And even now I hear people outside of you know, Michigan or whatever, say things about Detroit or Michigan in general, Grand Rapids, what have you, the UP, and no one knows anything about it. <laughs> and so that's what really sparked me wanting to do my videos is because people started feeling special from it, which made me feel obviously great to give that to them. That comes with the Michigan accent, too. Like you said, too, hearing yourself is probably a big reason as well. Yeah, because, again, you know, you can't hear yourself until it gets played back, and then it takes him aback right. a little bit. When this all started, could you have envisioned, like, all of this? Oh, no. <laughs> no. Not with that one YouTube video. Just yeah. I was like, oh, this is cool because, you know, I like making content. I always have this line for myself that I was created to create kind of deal is like my mantra, you could say. Mm -hmm. And when I first made that YouTube video, I was like, this is going to be cool. But then... Again, I almost started having this vision of when I came back from Chicago because I moved back after only living there for two years. And I was mm -hmm. like, I want to be a part of Michigan's renaissance. I'm a small business owner even to be a part of that. So it was really cool that I got to not only create content, but then it started getting those views and the reach. And now I'm kind of branded as like the Michigan guy from TikTok. And I've kind of run with it and just being that Michigan guy. And, you know, even some people are like, oh, are you just going to keep doing Michigan content? And I'm like, honestly, yeah, like it's great getting to share. And there's so much depth to it you know that you can go and there's so many different ways to kind of show things off i even did a video today about how like we put shoes in front of the door during a party because a lot of people don't like wearing shoes in the house kind of deal and if you enter a michigan house party it's always full of shoes <laughs> like that's when you know you have a successful party <laughs> yeah, that's right there's no coat room it's just a no shoe there's area. no coat room and like the shoes are just always in front of the door because people have to bring in their crock pots <laughs> they have to bring in that green bean casserole <laughs> they gotta do, plug it in fast before you know it gets too cold do you watch other midwestern content like yeah. you betcha or charlie barons or guys yeah. like that yeah i do watch some in the Midwest stuff. You know what's interesting though is I was like looking up geography wise like what's included in the Midwest. Yeah. It's kind of wild because although that content is relatable sometimes it's not that like Michigan specificness that I'm kind of like oh I don't know if I relate to that as much. Michigan definitely has a strong Midwest twang. So I end up watching a lot of it like there's one creator she's out in Wisconsin and she did like the different people around a bonfire mm -hmm. and so I'm going to plan on taking that and like running with it to make my own video from it but 
but I was like, oh my gosh, that's so true. Like that's definitely like that relatable Midwest stuff that kind of transcends. You know, we love uh, we love a good bonfire here. In oh Michigan. my god, <laughs> absolutely! It's, and yeah. we're almost in that prime season. I know oh, it's exciting. I'm excited. <laughs> you were talking about your content and, and yeah. continue to do Michigan stuff. How do you come up with what you're going to do? Is some of it just in experience in everyday life? Do mm-hmm. you sit down and think about it? I mean, we were talking earlier off mic about your Jumana stuff. I mean, yeah. it's, it's such a hit. I think the the key is that I actually I grew up in Michigan. I lived that lake life. I've traveled around Michigan my whole life. Like even before I was even born, my family was going to Frankfurt, Michigan and hanging out on the beach and doing the classic Michigander things. So I think having that experience. And then on top of that, I will say, I think my brain's kind of made for content creation in a way. And I was actually just speaking to some students about the whole process of being a content creator and how to get a job, maybe in digital marketing and things like that. And I was like, to be honest, I do think I have this certain skill set where my brain can kind of Rolodex thinking like cinematically about like how would a video look about a Michigan mom walking through the door with a crock pot and like what is that tied to and again having that knowledge of I have like 36 cousins and like 14 to 20 aunts and uncles <laughs> and so a yeah. uh, huge family huge Michigan family so they give me a lot of inspiration for that kind of stuff and then again just like doing my travels and things like that I think helped me out too. How does your day job tie into this? Because, you know, you're marketing yourself yeah. when you do these videos, right? right? How does that help? And does it feed both ways? Do you yeah. sometimes in making TikToks have an idea for a client? Yeah, I mean, that's how it works too. Like, yeah, I run a digital marketing business myself it's called Dynamo. I've been doing that for about five years now. And what's really nice is that it really prepped me to, I'm doing some brand deals, which is really cool. And a lot of these have been with Detroit specific businesses or Michigan specific businesses. And what's nice is I know the digital marketing backside, so I can really get in the weeds with them about like, what are you trying to do with this and how to best execute it and how to best deliver it for them so that we're really helping to build up these Michigan businesses and Michigan, you know, organizations as well too. So having that professional experience really just helps me out in that way. You mentioned that you were talking to a group of students. I think that is just fantastic. A friend of mine a couple summers ago, he said he was sending one of his kids to YouTube camp. And my first thought was, <laughs> that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard our society is. But then mid-thought, I stopped myself. Yeah. My son right here is seven. And like guys like Mr. Beast, like, I mean, it's like they're everything. Right. And so the gut is to mock it. But this is a viable industry. It's not for everybody. But right. I mean, what do you tell young people? being a content creator now, I will say, because there's so many facets you can do with it. So right now I make videos on TikTok and Instagram, right? But who's to say I can't start a video production type company where I go to businesses and say, hey, I'm gonna help you make short form video. Think of short form video. What else is in short form video? Movie trailers. Okay, maybe I'm gonna help a movie studio edit, maybe a small one in Michigan or something that's trying to do stuff. I'll maybe help them edit videos for their movies or shows or skits coming up or things like that. You can branch out so much. So I do tell people now, now that content creator really is a mix of a bunch of different skills that have already existed, like graphic design, video editing, video shooting and production. It's just labeled differently. So it's nice because it has like an official position title now, yeah. <laughs> which I think wasn't there before, you know, but really these people were content creators for their businesses. These big companies or even smaller companies, they need content creation and they're right. not content creators. This is the next wave of marketing and advertising, right. right? And like being a social media person is really just being the new PR person. Yes. PR was huge. It was like, oh, are we in the news? How do we handle this? It's the same thing as social media now. There's social listening tools to where like if I talk about General Motors, they probably have a social listening tool 
to say like, oh, this person's talking about us. Let's connect with them. And that's what's actually really cool because it gets the conversation going, you know, and it's really nice because, you know, things are changing and they're shifting into these different things. But I would say, at least in the professional world, being a social media person, that person needs to be similar to a PR person right next to the owner because there might be something socially that comes up that's really important that could really build a business up or completely destroy it, which is kind of wild too. We've seen that happen all the time. Yes, all the time. One moment can be the difference positively or negatively. And right. if that moment's unhandled properly, it's chaos. I feel kind of bad. So like this one guy, he pronounced a Traverse City as Traverse City. And I did a funny thing because I'm like, oh my gosh, the Chevy Traverse. Like I didn't even put two and two together there. And I saw, I felt kind of bad. And he was like, what, how was I supposed to know? And like the TikTok comments, but that thing on Instagram now, the video just keeps getting shared. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry, but obviously like I keep things very like family friendly, very like fun oriented very like no hate no time for that so it's all in good fun but I'm like oh my gosh like this thing can really like get out of hand quickly and obviously bigger companies see that happen all the time how much do you think about the way that your content is viewed because yeah all your stuff is super positive there's nothing yeah. negative about it there are opportunities sometimes when building up Michigan right you can knock something else down to yes. do it how do you think about that uh, to be honest with you there are some people out there that like to make kind of like more like higher drama videos and I think that I tend to look at those videos for my own and I say, I could do that, but I'm not going to. (laughs) So like, it's hard. It's almost like I sometimes go on the boundary of like poking fun. And sometimes to some people, they're like, hey, or like, how could you or something like that? But 99% of the time, everyone gets what I'm trying to do. And I think at this point, I mean, like on TikTok, I'm like 600 videos deep at this point. If you think I'm trying to do anything (laughs) besides be funny or build Michigan up, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Right, right. Your work is out there. The proof is in the pudding at this point, which is nice. But I do think about it a lot because, you know, especially now that I'm getting, I think, a lot more power, even with like my Instagram really building up only over the past like four months or so, I would say every time I go out, Somebody is like, hey, you're him. And I love that. And people are always so nice. But I'm really realizing, you know, how much power I have to put something out there. And even like sometimes my close friends the next day will be like, oh, yeah, you put that video out. That was so funny. I'm like, oh, I forgot everyone's watching it. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to ask you, because you are so recognizable, and I will admit you're taller than I thought. Six foot six. That's what really, I think, catches people's eye. (laughs) Because people came up to me like before just because I was tall. Yeah. And they would say like, oh, my gosh, you're so tall. I'm like, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) How much do you get recognized? Because you live in our area. A lot of your videos, the backgrounds are all recognizable. Right. So people are already familiar. Yeah. It's every time I go out. (laughs) Like, I'll be at the coffee shop. People come up and be like, oh, my gosh, you're him. Love your videos. And a lot of times they just want to come up and say, like, how much they love the videos, which I appreciate because it helps keep me motivated a bit, too. Or, like, sometimes I'll be out with friends. If people, if it looks like I'm, like, with a group, people tend to not come up as much. Mm. But my friends will say, oh, those people were whispering, like, is that the TikTok guy? (laughs) And then I was actually recently at the Book Tower opening. Like, I noticed when I go to, like, events, Mm -hmm. per se, then I get a lot more people coming up. Like, I went to Pride and, like, five or six people came up and wanted photos this book tower event i had about like eight or so people come up and so it's kind of wild it's extremely wild actually because you know some people get really famous let's say like someone on tiktok has 500,000 followers mm-hmm. that could be across the u.s so they might not get you know recognized in the metro detroit area per se but I obviously knowing the back end and know how I've built this up, kept it super local to Michigan really only. I, if you look at my TikTok videos, I've never swayed from a non-Michigan hashtag. <laughs> so it's kind of wild because you become like, like local celebrity in a way. It's just wild. It's just wild. 
I didn't think about that specifically, yeah. that TikTok is a global phenomenon, right? right? And you can see it all over the world. And for a lot of people, the content is universal, right? If right. you're a stand-up comedian, the jokes are going to be funny no matter where I'm sitting as long as I understand what you're right. saying. But for you, it's so specific. I mean, yes. without getting into too much of the back end, you can see it and you understand it. I mean, how yeah. much of your eyeballs are where we're standing? I feel like it's like everyone is here, to be honest. Like even like, I mean, if I go to Nebraska, no one's going to know who I am. Like right. I just went on a trip to Chicago. Not one person came up to me and said anything. Yeah. But I will say I did go to Vegas <laughs> and two people, separate people did recognize me. And we actually ended up eating next to somebody from Michigan. They're like, oh my gosh, you look just like this guy from TikTok. And I'm like, that is me actually. And she was like, oh my gosh. When people are saying, are you him? At this point, my husband was like, just start saying yes. <laughs> like stop acting brand new. Like just be like, yep. That is me. Yeah. And I've really tried my best to keep everything local. And that's why, too, like sometimes um, like when it comes to Midwest content, yeah. I almost don't want to branch out because then I kind of feel like I'm like giving my my Michigan power away. Yeah. So, yeah, it ends up being everything's just local now. Everything's well, and local as in the whole state. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I've noticed, too, like a lot of your content, because I think about this, too. I also live right off Woodward. I have a 2008 Camry. Yeah. I have to drive on Woodward during Dream Cruise Week. And yeah. so, you know, I, when you made that video about putting oh, your yes, car in there. I, lo I love it. But you also do a lot of up north type stuff. Your tubing video was great. Yes. Civic mm -hmm. Pride exists all over the country. But there's this extra gravity about Michigan. And, and a lot of it, I think, is Detroit and the struggle. Right. But why do you think people are so ride or die for Michigan? I, you you embody it more than yeah, anybody else. Because it's a really cool state that has just like a lot to it. And that's the part I really wanted to highlight because, and I think I noticed it even more when I left for Chicago. When when I was in Detroit, people would be like, oh, Chicago's so cool. I want to go there. Even when I was in college, people were like, I just went on a weekend to Chicago. Like, jealous. And when I was in Chicago, everybody's like, oh, Detroit's having this renaissance. That's so cool. In the ads on the train in Chicago, people probably don't know this, but they advertise like Traverse City, Sagatuck. There's like ads in the train, like come to Michigan's Wonderland, like leave the city behind because for these city people, something in Michigan is like out of this world cool and even when I go to like Sagatuck, Traverse City, there are a lot of people even that I've seen like from Chicago or something or, like I'll see on Facebook my friends from Chicago going there or something like that. So I think that it's truly unique and to be honest like when I've traveled other places people say like oh you're from the Midwest you must be so nice or um, oh you're from Michigan okay Michigan like even when I was in Chicago they're like those people are known to be cool nice kind of like down to earth with a little bit of an edge. I think is the way that I would best describe it. Yeah. <laughs> but even now, it's like if I was in L.A., let's say I'm this like person who makes content in L.A. If I came to the news station, odds are I'm not going to vibe with the person doing like the skit producing this. I think as well as like me and you are vibing in that. It's right. just like we're chill. We're both like this is great. We love Michigan. So I think that's a nuanced thing. It's like everyone's kind of in on the love. And I think that's what connects a lot of us, too. I mean, it's a beautiful state. It just has a lot going for it. The hierarchy isn't very tall. Like yes. you're talking about Los Angeles, right? And so right. if you were coming from one of those TikTok houses mm -hmm. that exist, and right. you know, they have 10 kids in them and they all have 10 million followers, and you go to ABC7 in Los Angeles, right. there's going to be this level, this right. feeling. And I mean, not to disrespect where we are right now, but it's not in this room. Right. It's not in this building. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and I, I do think there's something to that. It's comforting in a way. People would be like, oh my gosh, you're like such a celebrity. And what an influencer. I'm like, well, Michigan influencer. And it's not to like down it in any way. It's right. just like, I'm still humble. <laughs> I'm not looking to be 
acting would be super fun. I'm not looking to be this like person in a movie that everybody, you know, loves and adores across the US. <laughs> right. You want to be here and you want to yes. make content about here. So, right. you know, kind of on that note though, Ryan, where, where do you go? Oh. What, what's next, right? I mean, obviously you said you're going to keep making the Michigan content, but I yeah. mean, how do you want to grow? Yeah. I told a couple of people that have asked me, coming on something along those lines is like, I do want to stay like a big fish in a smaller pond. I want to continue my mission of really trying to be this media source for Michigan. Like, you know, we have like a tourism sites for like Saugatuck, Michigan or um, Detroit or you visit Detroit, which I love. I think it'd be cool. And maybe my social media platforms already act as that for people of like some people might want to move back after seeing my videos. And I almost become this like publisher slash media entity for all things Michigan. I'm like, what you can do because I think it's a great state that really deserves a lot of attention and it hasn't gotten it over like you know way back when so now is the time and I can feel the momentum coming with it I mean even on some of my videos I would say like 10% of my followers are people that either have family here or moved away and they're always like oh my gosh like I miss the lake so much I miss the beach I miss downtown so much you know and so if I could be that inspiration for people I think that's just always going to be my goal. There's this website slash store in Holland called Michigan Awesome. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to the guy, one of the guys that owns it, and he said that, especially around the holidays, if you look at their sales, the out-of-state sales skyrocket because people are, they miss what they used to have and they want that piece of it. And I think it's interesting that you've noticed that too, that there's a group of people that follow you that are hungry for that same thing. I mean, I'm even guilty of it myself being a person. I mean, heck, I moved to Chicago. I was Mm -hmm. guilty of it, of saying like, hey, you know, the grass might be green on their side. And I think like me moving there was awesome because I had a great time met some amazing people and I really got to live that big city energy that I wanted and my husband's really good about teaching me about this it's like really making what you can from where you're at already and I think that is where my journey started mm-hmm. and then in making all these videos and in meeting all these people that I get to over the time period it's crazy because I have really fallen in love with it. Let's say even in the future, I end up moving somewhere else, you know, whatever, like if it's like 10, 20 years from now, I think that I'm always going to want to come back because it has that specialness that you just can't find anywhere else. You seem so comfortable in your skin, and I wonder, I was reading about your path, mm-hmm. and you went to school here, moved to Chicago. Yeah, Michigan State. Both my parents will love to hear that. Uh. Um, you moved to Chicago, realized Chicago wasn't for you, yeah. moved back to Michigan, worked at a big firm in Detroit, mm-hmm. realized that wasn't for you. Yes. And so you found your spot, right? You right. moved around a little bit as far as where you lived and what you've done, and it seems yeah. like this is what you want. So I think a lot of people would assume, not that you don't want to keep growing, but that expansion would be the goal. And for you, you found that expansion didn't work, and right. you're happy this way. I mean, it's hard, too, because I'm somebody who is constantly dreaming. The world is your oyster. And I hope I can help even in talking like to those students. That's like one thing I really wanted to get across to them to say, you're going to tell your grandpa or your parent that you're going to be editing the video. They're not going to be like, wow, that's so cool. You should keep practicing this. And you're eventually going to be this big video production star. Like no one's going to say that, unfortunately. And even the things that I've said with like creating content, you know, in my close tight knit circle, they're like, oh. Oh, that's interesting like they never like put me down in any way but they're kind of like they wouldn't understand it so you really have to follow your own path in that way and I really want to get to people that the world is your oyster because not every kid gets to hear that all the time I luckily have parents that always told me that and that's where I think a little bit of my confidence comes from too but in addition to really focusing on seeking out where I wanted to be and what I wanted to be doing since that firm like I was like large corporate yeah. <laughs> media like it has its really big perks but I need to learn what I need to learn, and then I need to go and take it to do something that I really want to do differently. And that's where, you know, I started my business. 
You mentioned movies and acting. You know, there's talk about renewing and reestablishing the Michigan film credit and and bringing some of that. Yes, I remember that being here. Honestly, it was that. And then it was also like they were advertising to like New York artists to come to Detroit Mm -hmm. because they could have really cheap studio space. That was kind of like the start of Detroit's kind of like, hey, come on over. I really hope they do because I just love movies so much. And I think that's maybe, again, going back to like the draw my videos sometimes is people see the Jumana billboard that they see every day or like the Jesus sign. When you're heading up north, people are like, oh, my gosh, that's my sign. And like to see like that tied with maybe a video that has 10,000 likes. You know what I mean? Like there's that. Oh, my gosh, I'm seen. You yeah. know, who doesn't love to be seen? Yeah. Right. So I really hope they bring that back. My family has done this thing, which reco for everybody in Michigan. We do family movie pizza night. It has thus become just family pizza night from like seven to when I was like 18. You just sit down, you order pizza. Wednesday is a great day because it's hump day. Yep. You watch a movie, you hang out, you eat pizza, and you just have some nice family time. So that's my record for people. Obviously, through that, I got to watch a ton of movies. Yes. And it was always cool when you saw like the city, like even when like it's an opening scene of a movie, my dad would always be like, oh, I think that's uh, Philly or oh, I think that's Chicago. So it'd be so cool for everybody when they get into an imagined movie theater, for example, and the start of the movie is like, this Detroit landmark, let's say, or Grand Rapids landmark. That was one of my favorite things about the television show Home Improvement was that mm-hmm. Tim Allen wouldn't wear Michigan and Michigan State sweatshirts. It'd be Lawrence Tech sweatshirts. Oh, I mean, yeah. Like those super deep cuts. That, for me as a kid, was like, <gasps> Right. Netflix shot a movie here, too, actually, recently, the one where it said Don't Look Up. And it was shot U of M's, like, astrology program, I believe, was where it was filmed. And, like, there was something I actually made in a video of mine that was, like, tied to the Michigan accent. He says groceries. <laughs> because, actually, there's people in California. It's also on recording for this talk show that I used it as an example. They say groceries but here in michigan we're big on like groceries <laughs> so it's always cool like the tim allen situation or just like even this movie i just really hope that we continue getting that momentum of being a place that can draw on that kind of thing today's big thanks goes out to ryan redute for coming into the wwj studios and chatting with me Check out www.jnewsradio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Do you want the Daily J delivered right to you? Well, all you have to do is text WWJ to 20357 and you'll get it instantly. Message and data rates may apply. I'm Zach Clark and this is the Daily J. Thanks for listening. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.